I don't know the way the technology week is going. We'll see about that. Um, I want to talk about this for a little bit. Um, you know, I think uh, we forget, but it has been really an incredible year um, in what we've watched God do in a very, really a short amount of time, uh, all things considered. Uh, I want to talk about the verse that I ended this thing with, which was, so encourage each other and build each other up, just as you're already doing. And I want to remind you that one of the things that's very important here is the idea of we're trying to develop this church as a family. And I just want to take a little bit of time, because everybody has a different experience with family, and talk a little bit about some of the things that that implies and some of the things that that means for us. Um, as you know, in, in our lives, our family has grown in the last year, um, and Claire coming into our lives has changed it um, dramatically. Uh, it's, it's exciting, but it also adds into our family a lot of changes, a lot of challenges. Um, uh, it's, it's different. It's very, very different. So I just want to talk about some of the differences that have happened since she came in, and I'm going to draw the analogy then to us as a church. Um, a lot of stuff changed for us as our family started to grow and a granddaughter came into the picture. Uh, one of the things that's changed is our living room. You see, we have a corner in our living room now that has toys in it. And it started out as a small little space. And now it is getting larger and larger and larger. Um, and um, it, it's one of those things where when she comes into the house, that's one of the places down that she heads, and she starts getting things out. And um, our living room changes dramatically from the point that she enters the house. Uh, because that's just part of growth. Part of growth, as you as things grow, is you change. And, and, and you need to understand that that's kind of what has to happen here, too. Things are going to have to change. And you've already figured it out. You have to park in a different place than you've parked before. Uh, when we make the transition to that building, you're going to have to learn a, a, a new area to sit in. Um, the routine has changed. Uh, that, that's part of of as a family grows. And I wouldn't take back the fact that we've lost some living room space for anything. But the bottom line is we've, we've, we've had to change some things. Um, we, we've learned that we have to be flexible um, with a granddaughter in a picture. So, you know, what used to be our nice little routine was, okay, I'm coming over after church on Sunday for dinner. Now it's, well, Claire's not feeling well or da-da-da-da-da. And so, we have to be able to be uh, adapt and, and, and change with it. And that's okay. You know, that, that comes with the, the, the whole idea. Um, you know, we've had to add a car seat, and we've got a crib at the house now, and we've got a little game room down, or a little room for her downstairs with all of her toys when she can eventually go down there on her own. Uh, she tries now, but we don't let her. Uh, you know, so, so you have to learn flexibility a little bit and another thing is you you know you have to understand on our part we're committed to help our kids raise their kid 
there's a commitment on our part. We, we try to help our kids when, when, when we can. We want them to learn from the mistakes we made as parents. Um, we want to emphasize the areas that we had success in with them and, and, and help them. We want to pray for them. We want to guide them. We want to direct them. We, we're, we're committed to them. So I kind of want to take those ideas and talk to us as a church about it and, and how they apply to us. Um, change. Things will change in the coming year. Okay? And that's not a bad thing. Now, unfortunately, some of you have had a bad experience with change because you've been in a church where it changed for the sake of change. And that's different. For instance, if, if I had no kids that came over to my house and if I have no grandkids and I have a whole corner of my living room devoted to children's toys, and you came over and you said, oh, do you have kids over? I said, no, we don't allow a kid in our living room. Well, do you have any grandkids? No, we don't have any grandkids. Well, why do you have a whole section of your living room devoted to toys? Well, all of my friends do this, so that's why we're doing it. <laughs> you look at me and think, I need to be in a loony bin. And yet, unfortunately, that's what a lot of my pastor friends do. You know, church down the road does it, so they feel like they need to do it. There's not really a reason for it. They just do it because somebody else is doing it or because they read it in a magazine or because it's the latest trend. I mean, change for the sake of change, is, that's, that's, that's not what we're after. But change because it's growing and it needs to change, that, that, that's part of it. Um, because if you, if you don't change, then things kind of get stale and stagnant. And you go, oh, what are you going to change? What are you going to change? I don't know. We'll change as we need to change. I never sat down with a master plan for toys in my living room. But as we go, my wife and I are going, she looked at me yesterday, she goes, okay, we got to do something about this. She said, can, you get, can we get like a tub or a box? Because it's just taking up more and more and more, and it's spreading out. Maybe we can organize, you know, my wife, the kindergarten organizer teacher, you know. Can we organize a little more? Yeah, we'll figure out something. And we'll figure it out. Um. But, you know, and that's what will have to happen here. And you go, well, you know, I want a plan, I want a plan, I want a plan. Well, we ain't got one, you know. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, we do have a plan, but, we, you know, I have a plan to control the toys in my living room. What is it? I don't know. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And so, you know, there comes that. Another thing you've got to realize is growth is messy. Um, this is what I really wish I had the video thing for today, the picture, the, the program that we use. Claire had been in our house a total yesterday. We had her over. The, Jimmy's birthday was yesterday, and the kids didn't want to do anything, so we said, you know what, we'll take Claire for the night. You guys can go out to dinner and have a good time celebrating his birthday, and we'll, we'll take her. And, and so she got to our house, I think, at 2 o'clock or so. What time? 3 o'clock. I took a picture of our living room at 4 o'clock. It looked like a bomb had gone off. <laughs> Stuff was everywhere. Because she gets it out, plays with it for a couple of minutes. And Grandpa, being Grandpa, bought a portable ball pit with 100 balls. It's her favorite, one of her favorite toys. And as soon as she gets, well, I, was, I was thinking that it would go to their house. And then I thought, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I was thinking. Because um, for Christmas, I bought her a belt. One of those bells like you ring at the cashier counter? I bought her one of those. 
And somehow it ended up at my house. So some of these things that I have is, were good ideas were backfiring on me. But anyway, the ball pit thing. Well, she loves to get out every ball in the two bags, all 100 of them. And if you don't know this, balls roll. So trying to find all of the balls underneath the couches and everything else that they go in, it was, it looked, you say, it looked like a bomb had gone off. Growth is messy. But you know what? We picked all the stuff up, too. It's okay. Um, we figure it out. You know, we, 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 we figure it out. And, you know, if you haven't learned that yet, things around here are going to be messy for a while. You know, probably going to get a screw in one of your tires at some point. And you'll be part of a very exclusive club. Um, you know, um, if you haven't figured it out yet, we haven't figured out the gutter thing. We're still working on the best options for a gutter thing. So you know what? You're probably going to get wet coming in here. You know? So your nice shirt and coat, whatever it is you get, you're probably going to get wet. Uh, you know, you're like, well, are you going to ever fix it? Yeah, we'll fix it. But until then, it's going to get a little messy. You know? Remember when we were walking in? Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten how muddy it was? When, before we had the cement out there? You know? That's all part of the process. That's all part of the process for it. So as a, as a family, we've got to be a little flexible here on, on as we adapt and as we change and as things grow and, 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 and all of that. Um, you know? But here's what you're also going to find. You're part of a story that's only going to last for a short amount of time. See, those of us who started back in Holly Springs, we hated it at the time. We laugh about it now. We remember coming to church and not being able to use our bathroom. That's unheard of now. But we get to be part of that little story. Um, and you're part of a story that will, I mean, you know, okay, this hit me this Christmas. Do you realize that a week ago Wednesday was probably the last Christmas program we'll have in this building? Probably the last Christmas service we'll have in this building was last week. Um, you know, because um, by, hopefully, you know, I don't know, but we'll probably be finished by then. You know, you're part of us, you know, and you hear some of us talk about the old building. And, and you'll be talking about this as the old building. Part of a story. But one of the things that family takes is commitment to each other. Um, and, and I want to really emphasize that idea of the relationships of building one another up. <coughs> when I look back over the last year, you know the thing that warms my heart the most is for many of you, when you walk in here, you see steel and building materials and a shelter and stuff like that. But let me tell you what I see as a pastor. I see that place out there filled with all kinds of sacred spots. I see, for instance, you see a steel beam at the corner but I see some guys who put the shovels down and sat in that hole and talked for a while. 
you see a roof. I see the fact that we had some kids on that roof with us getting to know them. Um, You saw food. I saw women who would come early, talk, feed us, clean up, and stay around and talk. You may have seen in some of these pictures people sitting around, looked like they were just watching, doing nothing. I see probably more being built in the talking in those relationships than any steel that we ever put up. You see, that out there is steel and studs and fiberglass and wiring and plumbing and that. This is the church. This is what we're building. That's a place for us to stay dry and warm and cool in the summer. This family is what we're really trying to build. One of the things that I've observed last year that, you know, I'm going to tell you, tell you some backstories to bring you up to this. But when we originally built this, we never ever planned on having to build again, at least in our lifetime. We designed it so the guys behind us, we, we, we did some things to make this building easier. So we built some, we designed some things so they could just tear out walls and make this a worship area. And for years and years and years, we always talked about the people who are going to build it who are not us. We talked about the idea that we would sit in lawn chairs and watch them as, as they built. We talked about the idea that we would hire it done because it was just way too much work. And when the, this started becoming more and more of a necessity, we sat back and we started talking about the issue of should we do it again? Yeah, there's a money savings to it, but you know what it came down to is we, we, we had the discussions over and over again. There were too many relationships that were built that we would miss by hiring it done or having someone else do it. So you know that we took it to a church vote. What you don't know is that there was a somewhat private pastor vote that took place long before the board decided to take it to the church. And the pastor vote went something like this. I went to the people who built this, this time, the first time. And I said, let me ask something. I said, we're not in any meeting. I said, push aside all of the stuff. What do you really think in your heart of hearts? Should we do this? You know the cost. You know the commitment. You've put in the blood, sweat, and tears. You know what we're signing up for. Tell me what you honestly honestly think and you know what I heard from every single one of those conversations I don't want to but I think we should because the rewards outweigh the commitment and the cost so when we took it to the congregation I went at it knowing that the people who knew exactly what we were voting on 
were behind it um, because they knew what the cost was. What I observed as I looked at the pictures, there are a lot of familiar faces. And I started wrestling with why, and here's, here's what I've come to conclusion of. When we did this, we were committed to doing this, mainly out of necessity and, and, and that kind of thing, but we did this, and yeah, we knew God could use it, and yeah, we knew God could do thing, great things through it, but our vision and our dream was just way too small. And what happened was we did this, and we invited people, and people invited people, and then what happened is over the last 16 years in this building, Many of you have walked in here, and you have become dear family to us. It's, to us, it's like you've been here all along. And we have gained so much from your friendship and your relationship and the interaction that we have, and you have so enriched our lives and our church family that we sit back and we say, you know what? If it'll take some commitment now for us to be able to continue to experience this with people who have never walked in these doors, then it is so worth it because we have been so blessed by it. And so while it has been a commitment, we understand the payoff down the line too. Because you see, and here's the thing you need to understand. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something. And when you say no to something, it's because you're saying yes to something else. I'll give you an example. My wife and I, we have opposite schedules. Um, you know, um, most of my meetings are in the evening. She's at work during the day. So like most couples then, our big time is the weekend. Well, Sunday's pretty much shot for us. So that gives us Saturday. So when people ask me to do something, I have to realize that I'm saying no to being with my wife that day. And there's things that I do that for. But I have to realize that, so when somebody goes, hey, will you do this? It's got to be something pretty big for me to say no to my wife and yes to that. It's going to be something kind of important to me. But I understand what I'm saying yes to and I understand what I'm saying no to. Those of us who were involved in this this past year, We're involved because we knew what we were saying yes to. We know the payoff. And some of you want to be involved, and you were involved as much as you could, and you need to know that's no less important. Believe me, the meals that we had up here, huge, in in more ways than one. Um, Huge to, 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 to to doing that. We learned that in the first building because we didn't take time to eat together. We would eat in shifts, and we learned, no, 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 we need a time where we stop, where we all sit down at the table together. Huge part of, of, of this thing. Um, those of you who gave, you couldn't be up here working, you, you gave money so that it could happen. Um, those of you who prayed, those of you who would pitch in whenever you could, it's all of us, you know? I mean, you know, when, when it came time, again, when it came down to kind of clean up the living room, you know, 
I looked at Claire and I said, okay, Claire, you know, let's try to pick up the balls. And we would get one in the nylon mesh bag and four would come out. And one would go in and four would come out. But you know what? That's okay. She did what she could do. She was part of it too. We all do what we can. And that's what makes it family. And I I want to challenge you because I want you to make sure that you understand that as we go forward out there, do we want to get the building done? Yeah, we want to get the building done. But you know what? More importantly, we want to build relationships. We want to build relationships outside of here as well. So when I hear that this couple's going out with that couple or this person's going over to see so-and-so or this person stopped by to see such-and-such, that is so awesome because we take care of one another. And the lesson for me this past year has been I'm going to have to learn to take my hands off and let other people do it. And those of you who have worked with me know there's not an ounce in my body that goes that direction. Um, you know, I had the hernia surgery because of this very reason. Because rather than ask for help, I decided that I could move that 20-foot light pole by myself onto the parking lot. And I did. And now, for the next month plus, I'm going to have to watch other people lift two-by-fours because i got to take it a little easy for a while. And it's not in my nature. And as I look back on the year, I look back and say, you know, okay, what's God taught me as your pastor? What's God teaching me as your pastor? Not taught me. That would mean I've learned the lesson. Um, what is he teaching me? He's teaching me that as this family grows, it's got to be all of us and not just the preacher. And that's a very hard lesson for this guy to learn. Okay? Um, it's a really hard lesson. But it's, it's what we have to do because we have to change and we have to be flexible and we ha- we're committed to one another. And so... We all have to do what we can do. And some of us have to step back. And it's okay for you to look at me and go, step back, we got this. And I will argue with you why you don't. And you will go, we love you. Step back, we got this. And we'll have to figure it out as we go. But the goal here, I want to emphasize this. Just like as a Christian, our goal is to deepen our relationship with Jesus Christ, our goal for us as a church is to deepen our relationships with one another. Because living life is hard. And the obstacles that come at life get difficult. And we need one another. And, you know, this past week I've had to look at my wife and go, You need to go get that from the UPS guy. 
And that is so hard. That is so hard, you know, to have to look at Claire all day yesterday and go, Grandpa can't pick you up. You know, it's almost like just put me in a room so that I don't have to look at that face going, you know. Um, <laughs> but you know what? We learn what we have to learn. We do what we have to do. And, you know, again, not often you'll come to church and hear red, green, green quoted, but we're all in this together. All right? We're all in this together. And I just want to encourage you. Some of you, I understand. You've been in church situations where you've gotten burned. You've been in church situations where you got burned out. You've been in those kind of... I get that. Okay, I do. And we want this to be a place where you can heal and recoup and recover and recharge and all of that. But here's what we don't want. We don't want you, because of your past experiences, to stand off on the sideline for too long. Because what you will find is there's a group of people here who will accept you and embrace you and take you just as you are with no expectations of what you need to be. They want to, be, they want to love you. They want to be part of your life. They want you to be part of their life. And as you let them in, and as they let you in, you will come to find out what family really, really, really is supposed to mean. And I look back on what we did out there, and, and again, in six months, it's amazing what's accomplished out there. But I look back at the stories, and, and there were all kinds of little hidden stories in this thing. Okay? You know, there was a picture of a little piece of steel about this big. You need to understand, those of us who are here know the story, you know. And, you know, it was a, you know, again, it was one of those lessons, it's one of those things, but it's one of those lessons that those of us who were there got to share it and experience it and laugh about it and joke about it and, and, and poke each other the whole time about it. Um, you know, just ask the guys. Just ask the guys about me on a bobcat, and they will tell you, you know, they would do anything to keep me off a bobcat. Um, because, <laughs> again, you know, I'm learning. Uh, I'm trying to learn it. You know, I, I don't understand why it has a throttle on it. I really don't. I really don't. It should be on full. That's it. You know, uh, full bore. You know, because <laughs> the guys got to sing it. They, they actually got to the point they went, we could tell who was driving the bobcat by listening to how revved up the motor was. Uh, and we just do. Pastor's on a bobcat again. Um, you know, and I, 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 apparently you can slow them down and control them more. Um, but, you know, and, and again, that's what I'm trying. That's not a bobcat lesson for me. That's a life lesson for me, you know. Um, and, and, and over the past year, God's just kind of looked at me and said, okay, uh, I'll slow you down. I'll slow you down. And, and I know that. I know what he's doing, and I'm not mad at him for doing it, and I know that I'm supposed to do it, and I know that God's right and I'm wrong. It doesn't mean I'm not going to argue with him about it a little bit, but, I mean, you know, I, I get that. I get that. But as we go forward, we're going forward as a church family. And um, that's why I say we want to get the directory out. We want to get back to knowing faces, knowing names, getting involved, being able to call somebody up say, come on over for dinner, let's go to lunch, or... You know, hey, you want to do this? I, I see you guys are interested in this, and our family's interested in this, and, you know, let's go do this together. 
That's what we want because that's what family does. And you're here this morning. We are thrilled. I, I cannot tell you how thrilled we are that God brought you here. And we genuinely believe, everybody sitting here this morning, God brought you here. And we genuinely believe that God is the one who has put this thing together. God's the one who's building this church. It's not just about the steel. It's about the relationship. And so when we get up here and work, and, I, and let me talk to some of you older people, particularly some of you older guys. I've had some of the older guys tell me, you know, I, you know, I don't want to come up because I can't do anything. You know, I can't lift the stuff. I can't do this, can't do that, can't do that. If you're just coming up to physically do something, yeah, you're right. But when we meet up here, we're not up here just to physically do stuff. We're up here to build relationships and talk to one another and, and, and drink a lot of coffee. And, 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 and uh, by the way, some of you don't know, some of you who are up here another, we have a new salt assault gun this year. Because from my Christmas present this year, Josh got me the heavy-duty, outdoor, industrial version for shooting flies. Um, and this thing is awesome. It goes farther and hits faster and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so now we're ready. We're ready for the flies this year, okay? Um, but, you know, I mean, it's little things like that that, you know, we just... We, we would sit around and, 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 and kill flies because they were getting in our food. We, have all kinds of, we had all kinds of fun doing stuff. like. Look, it's about the relationship. And, and I just want to challenge you. Thanks for being here. We're so glad you're part of this. We're so glad you're part of this. But as you're part of this, please understand, it's not about just coming and leaving. It's about building relationships as a family with one another, and that's what we're trying to do here. And as you look back on what we did last year, yeah, the building's amazing. But the relationships and the work together, that's really what last year was about in my mind as a pastor. That out there is just icing on the cake. And, and, and I want to encourage you, because some of you had a tough year, and you need those relationships to help you. And that's what we want to do as we go forward. So I end it with this, 1 Thessalonians 5. Anyone can build a building. But the church is about building relationship. Building a church family requires us to commit to one another, to be flexible, to be willing to adapt, and to change as we grow. Jesus will build his church. The question is whether or not we're going to allow him to allow us to be used to be a part of that. And believe me, there is, it is the coolest thing in the world to watch God work. And that's what we're looking forward to in the year ahead. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for the time. Thank you for what you're doing. Lord, there's an awful lot of man hours represented in that building outside of these doors. But Lord, if all we did was pour cement and put up steel and uh, get up a shell, then Lord, really it was a wasted year. 
Lord, the relationships and friendships and learning to work together and the give and take and the struggle and the hardship and all the stuff that was involved, Lord, in getting to work together side by side with one another, Lord. That's really what's going to last when this thing's all said and done. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And as we head into the new year, would you help us, Lord, to continue to do that and to make things even stronger one with another. These things we ask in your name. Amen.